The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the 16th chapter. Then Jesus said to the disciples, There was a rich man who had a manager, and charges were brought to him that this man was squandering his property. So he summoned him and said to him, What is this that I hear about you? Give me an accounting of your management, because you cannot be my manager any longer. Then the manager said to himself, What will I do now that my master is taking the position away from me? I am not strong enough to dig, and I am ashamed to beg. I have decided what to do so that when I am dismissed as manager, people may welcome me into their homes. So summoning his master's debtors one by one, he asked the first, How much do you owe my master? He answered, A hundred jugs of olive oil. He said to him, Take your bill, sit down quickly, and make it fifty. Then he asked another, And how much do you owe? He replied, A hundred containers of wheat. He said to him, Take your bill and make it eighty. And his master commended the dishonest manager, because he had acted shrewdly. For the children of this age are more shrewd in dealing with their own generation than are the children of light. And I tell you, make friends for yourselves by means of dishonest wealth, so that when it is gone, they may welcome you into the eternal homes. Whoever is faithful in a very little is faithful also in much, and whoever is dishonest in a very little is dishonest also in much. If then you have not been faithful with a dishonest wealth, who will entrust to you the true riches? And if you have not been faithful with what belongs to another, who will give you what is your own? No slave can serve two masters, for a slave will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. The Gospel of Christ. Grace and peace to you, dear friends, from God and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. As Lutherans, we have a distinct view of Scripture. We tend to view the Word of God through the lens of grace, God's love freely given to us. This means that the Word of God is rarely black and white, right or wrong, and thanks to Martin Luther, we tend to view Scripture as law and gospel. But there is also something else unique about us as Lutherans when it comes to studying Scripture. It's called Scripture Interprets Scripture. This concept means that when we read a specific verse or story, and that story or verse is difficult to understand, we can look to other pieces of Scripture, other portions to help us understand. All the while, we need to have the bigger picture 
in mind. So our gospel story today is the parable of the shrewd manager. It's not an easy parable to understand, and it's not easy to interpret. We know that Jesus told this parable to his disciples and to the Pharisees. We know the parable contains the following characters. A rich man, the master, a manager, and debtors. This parable in the 16th chapter of Luke comes directly after a pretty famous parable that you probably know, the prodigal son. So if scripture interprets scripture, these two parables have striking similarities. And reading them together can give us greater insight into both of them. So Joe is going to help us hear these two parables in a little different way. So let's have a listen. Then Jesus said, there was a man who had two sons. The younger of them said to the father, Father, give me the share of the property that will belong to me. So he divided his property between them. A few days later, the younger son gathered all he had and traveled to a distant country. There he squandered his property in dissolute living. Then Jesus said to the disciples, There was a rich man who had a manager, and charges were brought to him that this man was squandering his property. When he had spent everything, a severe famine took place throughout that country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him to the fields to feed the pigs. He would gladly have filled himself with the pods that the pigs were eating, and no one gave him anything. So he summoned him and said to him, What is this that I hear about you? Give me an accounting of your management, because you cannot be my manager any longer. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired hands have bread enough and to spare? But here I am, dying of hunger. I will get up and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands. Then the manager said to himself, What will I do now that my master is taking the position away from me? I am not strong enough to dig, and I am ashamed to beg. I have decided what to do so that when I am dismissed as manager, people may welcome me into their homes. So summoning his master's debtors one by one, he asked the first, How much do you owe my master? He answered, A hundred jugs of olive oil. He said to him, Take your bill, sit down quickly, and make it fifty. Then he asked another, And how much do you owe? He replied, A hundred containers of wheat. He said to him, Take your bill and make it eighty. So he set off and went to his father. But while he was still far off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion. He ran and put his arms around him and kissed him. Then the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his slaves, Quickly, bring a robe, the best one, 
and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet and get the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate for the son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. And his master commended the dishonest manager because he had acted shrewdly. For the children of this age are more shrewd in dealing with their own generation than are the children of light. Now his elder son was in the field. And when he came and approached the house, he heard music and dancing. He called one of the slaves and asked what was going on. He replied, your brother has come, and your father has killed the fatted calf because he has got him back safe and sound. And I tell you, make friends for yourselves by means of dishonest wealth, so that when it is gone, they may welcome you into the eternal homes. Then he became angry and refused to go in. His father came out and began to plead with him. But he answered his father, listen, for all these years I've been working like a slave for you, and I've never disobeyed your command. Yet you have never given me even a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came back, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fatted calf for him. Whoever is faithful in a very little is faithful also in much. And whoever is dishonest in a very little is dishonest also in much. If then you have not been faithful with the dishonest wealth, who will entrust to you the true riches? And if you have not been faithful with what belongs to another, who will give you what is your own? Then the father said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. But we had to celebrate and rejoice, because this brother of yours was dead and has come to life. He was lost and has been found. No slave can serve two masters, for a slave will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. Scripture interprets scripture. Both of these parables mention money, and in both of these parables, wealth is squandered. Wealth neither person earned. After both persons squandered the wealth given to them, they then both decided to make a change in order to restore a broken relationship, one with their father, and one with their friends. Both of these persons were searching for welcome. One for a welcomed return to their home and to their father's arms, and one for a welcomed return into the homes of their friends. Scripture interprets scripture. No one can serve two masters. No one. In these parables, love of money is stronger than the love of human relationships. Relationships with servants, employers, brothers, even fathers. Love of money and wealth led to broken trust and broken relationships. Love of money separated these two persons from everything that was good. Everything they needed not only to survive, 
but also to thrive in this world. Scripture interprets Scripture. We have a God of abundant welcome and abundant grace, which is free. We worship a God who is ready and willing to offer a welcoming grace to everyone, period. Even those who try to serve two masters, even those who only serve wealth, even those who through by doing all of that only serve themselves. We have a God who is ready and willing to offer a welcoming grace to those who do not deserve it. This is the grace we receive upon the repentance of our sins. This is the grace we receive as we return home. This is the grace we receive as we transform as disciples and as servants of Jesus Christ. My friends, if scripture interprets scripture, and I believe it does, then there are no bounds to the welcoming grace that God has for you, for me, and for everyone. Amen.